Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. Today I'm hanging out with Tasha of Her Grail. Say hello, Tasha. Hi everyone. So Tasha is uh, joining me all the way from Houston, correct? Yes. Yeah, so she's joining uh, the Boston team over here um, with with the the powers of Zoom. So welcome. (laughs) Yes. So I wanted to connect with Tasha to really bring her uh, perspective. She is a, a sneaker junkie and her ability to create a brand around that and her evolution, her glow up in creating a space for women to love sneakers equally as kind of uh, men usually do, you know, we always think about like guys waking up at 6am and doing these lines for launches and releases and the pages. So really wanted to bring Tasha to talk about her experience of developing her brand and her event curation around sneakers. And we're going to dive into all of that. So why don't you just tell us about yourself? Who are you and what do you do? Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. Really excited. Um, but yeah, I'm Tasha. Um, I am the founder of Her Grails. Um, uh, we just celebrated two years in February. Um, we're a sneaker event. Um, ta- well, we, we throw sneaker events tailored towards women. Um, but sometimes we do co-ed events um, and other things. We've done collaborations and all that good stuff. So really excited to be on, excited to share the journey. Um, you know, especially with COVID, it's been a, it's been a, you know, a time to like reflect on what I've been doing and you know, I'm really excited to have like the opportunity to share and tell people about what Her Girls is. Yeah. So when, when I found out about Her Girls and like your your ideas behind it, I was so intrigued. Can you kind of set the scene for us? Like what inspired this? Like yeah. what, what were you pondering on where you were like, wait a second, like this is needed? Yeah, definitely. I think men. So I worked with a company called Sneaker Summit and we would host a bunch of events with them. I was their event coordinator. And, um, you know, there was like women that would go to these events, but I feel like there wasn't like attention for them. Like there would be booths, but there wouldn't be, there would be like, I think two to three women's booths mm-hmm. out of 120 booths. Yeah. So it's like nothing was really catered to us and nothing was really tailored to us and nothing was really there for us. And so kind of, you know, had that in my mind. I'm like, okay, well, it makes sense. I'm a female. I'm putting on these events. Like, let's make it more female friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also a bunch of brands had started reaching out to me, kind of became the face of Sneaker Summit. Um, everyone knew me as a Sneaker Summit girl. I would throw the event. So a lot of brands started reaching out to me and I was like, hmm, you know, maybe this is like something I can do I could do something with this yeah. and so brought it up to the owner of sneaker summit um he wasn't really having it be doing it on my own mm-hmm. and I was like okay went back pondered and was like okay how would I do the female division of course he loved it yeah. and so then I called up Wendy Franklin shout out to Wendy Franklin she's the co-founder called her up explained to her what I wanted to do um and then uh kind of that's how it formed you know just making making like you know, every day, like my number one goal is to make like everyday events that happen no matter what, mm-hmm. just like, okay for sneakers to go to. Yeah. So like we can wear sneakers to anything that you're already throwing. And literally yeah. that's the case, what we've done. We even threw a sneaker charity ball 
where you wear formal attire and sneakers. Yeah. So that's like my ultimate goal to make it like, and it's, it's come a long way, but to like make it less faux pas to wear sneakers to a business casual event or to a nice cocktail event. Like, no, I'm wearing sneakers no matter what. Yeah. So that's like kind of what it's transformed to now. We're still throwing events. And I think that that was the beginning though. Like, you know, just making sure that we have a place here and that we're represented and that we feel safe and comfortable and we don't feel judged and we're not like looking awkward, I guess, or feeling like we're looking awkward. Yeah, because a lot of the time, I love it. you said the charity ball, like you would never coincide, like think to combine those two things, like yeah. it's so outside of the box. Yes. But I think that's also an attractive piece about your brand that like you're doing you. outside of the box. Yeah, for sure. That's like, I think the number one thing people, because then, and then I think it's just also visually seeing it. So like once somebody sees it done, they're like, oh, this is cool. We can do this. Um, rather than like, oh, could I pull this off? Can I wear this to this? So I think that's also the goal, especially with Wendy. Wendy likes putting like pieces together and then people can see how to wear your sneakers or see like, hey, we're wearing it this way. So yeah, absolutely. The sneaker charity balls, it sucks we can't have it this year, but the last two years were so much fun. It was such a rave. People loved it. And yeah. especially women, you know, we didn't have to wear heels. We could just wear sneakers with our dope ass dresses and it looked fly as hell. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next year, hopefully 2021, right? Yeah. Um, so I read that you guys had just recently rebranded and I kind of yes. wanted to backtrack to like ask you like what inspired that? Because I recently just went through a rebrand too. And then like once you're like starting out something, you're like, oh, it's my yes. little baby. But then you're like, oh, yes. like, can like the baby be reborn? Cause like we need a little, little switch. Oh up. my gosh. Didn't you nailed it on the head. And I'm hoping our stories are different because mine wasn't really by choice, mm -hmm. but one of the best things to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically I'm no longer with sneaker summit. Mm -hmm. Um, um, and it wasn't amicable. And so, you know, we kind of had a whole deal, like, do I keep the name? Do I change the name? Mm, and so, yeah. um, you know, speaking, and it was during the pandemic, so it was really stressful, but speaking with uh, a bunch of my colleagues and attorneys and friends and one friend, my friend David was like, at the end of the day, do you want your legacy to be tied to anybody else? Yes, and I will sure. never, ever forget that. Cause I was like, you're right. I'm gonna change the name. People mess with Sneaker Summit because of me and Wendy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't because of the name. Yeah. So I was like, we're just going to change the name. Luckily, it's not 20 years from now. We got to change the name. So, um, but again, best thing I've ever done. Um, you know, I did everything prop the proper way. Uh, you know, there's no mistakes now. Now it's yeah. her grills is mine. No one can take it. No one can attempt to take it. I own the trademark. I own the LLC. I own the website. Yeah. So I think that, and then again, there's no confusion moving forward. Cause you know, if I would have kept the name, but no longer worked with sneaker summit, it would have been like, Hey, I'm sneaker summit, but no affiliation with sneaker summit. Mm -hmm. It just would have yeah. been too much. And so, uh, yeah. So hopefully you don't have that same issue, but again, I believe everything is supposed to happen, how it's supposed to happen yeah. and, um, best decision I made best decision, you know, moving forward. Everyone's been super supportive. Um, you know, there hasn't been too many, like what's going on, you know, they kind of get it. They're just like, okay, yeah. rebrand, let's go. Well, so, um, but yeah, thank you for asking. I really want to, you know, that's what it, the push is right for me right now. It's making sure everybody knows, Hey, Wendy and Tasha were her grails and that's it for life. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure you had the same thing. It's like, when you're coming up with a name, you're like, this has to be for life. I can't just 
change this again and again and again and again. Um, and so, you know, coming up with Sneak Her Summit was uh, easier, I think, two years ago mm -hmm. um, than coming up with a new name now. Um, a lot of names are already taken. Yeah. Um, and so everything was taken. And, you know, we kind of thought outside the box. And luckily, we came up with what I think is the best name is Her Grails. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy ride. Um, and like midway rebranding, I realized that like trademarking was a thing and yes. like policy concepts and I've started to like dabble into it. And then like, I'm, I'm at the stage where like, I don't know, like when you said 20 yeah. now, I'm like, I don't know how deep I am into this in terms yeah. of, like, I would hate to get midway the trademark experience, yep. which is not cheap, <laughs> not cheap, nor easy. Yeah. It's not cheap. A lot no. of loops and, and things to jump over but yes ugh, right now I'm, I'm gathering all my information so I Good. can fully commit um and be the glow up effect because yeah. also you're fearful of like people stealing your identity yes stealing your ideas absolutely oh, so yeah no that's the work a lot of baggage <laughs> no exactly I know I think and which is important I think because me and you we, we're in the same boat like I didn't really think I'm like oh what trademark whatever or you mm. know legally with your logos and stuff, like it has to make sense. And so totally agree. Like it's a process and it was a learning process. And then also, yeah, you want to, I think as females, especially you want to protect your stuff. Dog. Yeah. A trademark is very important. You don't want, somebody will steal your stuff yes. without a doubt. And um, you know, whether it be somebody, you know, or somebody in Connecticut, like, yeah. and so, you know, I think it's very important and it feels good too. Like trademark was expensive, but now it's like, I own it, bruh. Like, mm -hmm. it's such a great feeling. Like I own a trademark, never in a million years would I have been like, I own a trademark. So yeah, you, people can do it by themselves. I recommend do, having an attorney do it just because I think this, the rate of like, if you do it yourself, it's like 80% you'll get uh, declined or denied. Wow. Yeah, um, my attorney told me that. And maybe it's just cause he's like, do it through me. but. <laughs> I believe it because it's like it's a lot of you have to be precise you have to know the class yeah. um also if you're you know because it's like nike are you you also, also trademarking marking the swoosh are you also trademarking just do it you have to be with your logo and everything so yeah definitely i understand the pain of anyone that had to go through it um and then again luckily you know there's no you got to do it beforehand and make sure and make sure no one has it already so you don't get sued Oh, I know. So many, so many counterparts. I know. Um, yeah, that's another day. We're gonna have a, we are, we can go all day. Yeah, we, we need another episode. Stuff, but. <laughs> but I was gonna say, I feel like it, it, like you said, it came at the right time because like now yes. you're your own standalone entity with your, your partner yep. and your co-founder. Yep. Um, yep. so that's really nice. I wanted to ask you like, how has it been, you know, uh, building a community like yeah. from somewhat scratch? Because you said like yeah. you know, a lot of these events, like women were showing up and then you became kind of like the go-to face yeah. and I was like, Oh yeah. I'm like, let me check in with Tasha about this. Like how has it been building a community of female sneaker enthusiasts? Um, and would you say it has been like a powerful experience? Like what yeah. has kind of tell us about like that community experience? Yeah. So building it has honestly been super easy mm -hmm. because I feel like everyone's super genuine mm -hmm. and everyone's real. We're like real cool and real, real friends, you know, the sneaker community in Houston with the women, we're all tight. And so they all support me and I all support them. I, or I always support them. And so I think building it 
I definitely though you can see it how far it's come from two years ago. So we did our launch, um, you know, February 2018, and it was real intimate. I mean, maybe 20 people. Yeah. Um, and then we just celebrated two years in February, man, and we packed out the house. I couldn't even tell you it had to be over a hundred people. That's and so, yeah, it just feels good. It's like, dang, to see everybody really riding with us and, you know, really messing with us like men and women. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, I think also because we've been genuine, like there's no fake in the front about this. We really are about this sneaker life. We really wake up and go to sleep sneakers. Uh, we know what we're talking about. And I think that, um, I think that's what is so great about the community is cause like we can have an event and really have support come to these events without any questions asked. Like, and I've built some great friendships, you know, from meeting people that are coming to my events. Um, yeah. and I'm like, Oh wow. So they nice to meet you. And then, you know, they come to the next and they come the next and we've just become friends. And so, man, it's, it was in, for me, it was easy. Um, or I think for her girls, it was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, just because it's like, people are like, Oh, what are these girls doing? This looks fun. This looks cool. And it's like, yeah, we are doing some cool ass stuff. Yeah. And so the community, and I think Houston, I will always say this anyways, Houston is a very supportive city. Like I probably couldn't have done this anywhere else. Uh, um, I've, I've had thrown events back in Nebraska, I mean, in Kansas city and Nebraska, and it's different. It's a different vibe. Uh, Houston's yeah. unmatched. Um, you know, people really support, um, people in Houston. So I think that's also a huge factor, like with the Houston community. I love that. I love to hear that. Like people keep on coming and I've been yeah. to a couple of events. Like I go to friends events to support them and I'm like, Oh, like, how do you meet so-and-so or how do you know so-and-so? They're like, Oh, I just saw this on Instagram and I just thought it was cool. And yeah. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, <laughs> I feel like, like lately in this, this new day and age, like we're opening new doors because sometimes it's like, Oh, if I don't know someone there, I'm not yes. going, or yes. if I'm not like a hundred percent secure in this, like yeah. idea or environment, like I'm not yeah. going, you could really yeah. want to go, but you're going to pass on it. But now I feel yeah. like I'm just so much more open to the idea of like, I rock with that idea. Like I'm just going to show up and hope. Yeah. For the and then you end walk out with like three new friends. <laughs> Agreed. No. Yeah. There's been plenty of times people I've never met before, never seen. And they're like, Oh, I just heard about this and I'm here. And I'm like, what's up? So yeah, I agree. You know, the internet and social media has definitely helped with our events. And, and then also I get, I think just making it that norm, like you don't have to go with somebody. You don't have to know with, know somebody cause you'll come out meeting somebody, especially women's events. I feel like it's so much easier. Like just go, you're down to spark up a conversation about something, especially if we come in in sneakers. Somebody's going to say something about your sneakers and you'll be good. There's a conversation starter right there. Yeah, that's so true. They, they, sneakers are a big conversation starter. Yeah. Good point. So I wanted to ask you kind of about what has been your experience in stepping into a male dominated, and mm. I'm using your quotes here, like sphere. Like, yes. and I said this like right in the intro, like we always think like, oh guys, like sleep with their sneakers, like curled up next to them. And yeah. I, my boyfriend has like a little toothbrush. Like, that's <laughs> true, like yeah. I got my toothbrush too, girl, like no scuffs. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, how has it been navigating this space, like whether it's event planning or like networking, like how has it been for you? Yeah, great question. Um, it, it's, it's been difficult at times. I think working with men can be very difficult, um, especially working with men in a male dominated industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, I get asked this question, like in several different ways. And I think I always have to say, like, um, 
being a woman in this, you have to know more. You have to prove yourself. Uh, you go through, you know, hurdles every day. And it's sometimes, you know, I mean, I think I have tough skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's probably a lot of women that probably couldn't handle some of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, which is fine. Like, I'm just really built. I was built like a tomboy. So it's like, I really understand sometimes how men think. Yeah. And so I feel like men don't like you know, they don't want you telling them what to do. You Mm -hmm. know, they want to see if they can hit on you. They want to say inappropriate things. They think you don't know what you're talking about. And so I feel like, um, or act like they're doing you favors. Right, right. Or act like you the assistant or (laughs) man, don't even get me started. It's just like, I think that luckily it's slowly changing a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot. Um, but, um, yeah, just, it's, it's been difficult. I think, um, proving your, I think you have to, like, if you're in a male dominated industry, you have to know your shit dog. And it is what it is just like with anything, even, you know, with women, like we have to like prove and know, Hey, I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. Step out the way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, but I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would change it. Cause I'm not like a girl's girl. Yeah. So, you know, girl scouts was enough. I don't need to be around <laughs> a lot of women um as far as like working in sync like obviously I love social events having fun with women absolutely but I think um you know I'm so used to working with men um I think as long as you kind of know what you're set up for and what's going to happen and prepare yourself uh you know you can definitely you kind of have to be you don't necessarily have to be built for it but you can become like hey I'm ready to jump in this male-dominated industry and kill it yeah yeah, I think you kind of have to take a step back, assess the situation and know yeah. what you're walking into because yeah. like you said, like not everyone would be ready to, to yeah. and deal with that. So yeah. like taking a Especially step back. streetwear and sneakers. Yeah. It's different because it's not as like professional because sometimes you can work in a professional um, atmosphere and work with all men, but that's professional. It's a little different. So, but yeah, sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but yeah. Oh, that was such a good point. Yeah, because yeah. everything is laid back because you're talking yes. about streetwear and laces. Yes. You know, the vibe is completely different. Completely like, different. how, like, messages could just be completely misconstrued yep. in a complete different way with how, like, office talk gets. It's yes. Like, oh, the ball game. Wow. Exactly. Totally. Exactly. So I wanted to jump in to talk a little bit about your events. So like what elements do you consider when planning events? Like what is like your must have? Like you do look more into like location. Do you want to partner with sponsors? Yeah. Um, do you have like themes? Like kind of talk us a little about, about like your event curation experience yeah. and like what what you love to to partake into your brand. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Great question. I don't know if I've ever been asked this. And this is like a question. <laughs> this is like my number one question because I'm such an event. I'm like an event planner before I'm a sneakerhead, to be honest. Yeah. Like it just so happens I do both, but man, a lot. So venue does have a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, depending on, usually I come up with the idea first. Uh-huh. Um, so let's say for instance, kicks and kiki mats, which my, with my homegirl, Ebony, where you paint the kicky mat instead of painting a canvas. It's like a paint and sip, but twist. Um, you know, I came up with that idea, reached out to her, said, hey, let's do four uh, mats that are sneaker related. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we had to find a venue. Um, and then sometimes we do it at like a store, like a sneaker store or streetwear store. 
Um, sometimes we do it at actual space. Um, we've done it at like co-working spaces. It just depends kind of on the fit and how many people we're planning. Yeah. The ball actually has to be at like a huge space because it's a whole dance. So that's a little different. But um, but we def I personally try and work with females um, specifically because I'm a female brand. I'm a female and you know, I like to support female, especially yeah. black females, um, black and brown females. So, um, or minority females, we've worked with, you know, Asian as well. So it's like, I feel like uh, that's also the go-to. Whoever I collab with is usually a female and wherever I go with the venue is usually female owned. Mm -hmm. um, so those are two big things for me. Um, also, uh, we always have to have a photo booth. Photo booth is like my oh, thing. <laughs> If you don't have a photo booth at your event, I ain't going. No, I'm just kidding. But, but you have to have a photo booth. I feel like that's a keepsake and it has your logo on it. It's like branding slash somebody's having a dope photo to put on their wall. Yeah, and I've seen so it. Fun. I've seen people. Yeah. And or on your phone, they're going to post it. So definitely have to have a photo booth. Always have to have giveaways. So we reach out to the brands and luckily they've always, you know, done some great giveaways. We've worked with Puma, Nike, Reebok. Um, and then always this in Houston says, well, you have to have some liquor. So oh, yeah. <laughs> almost all of our events have liquor. Um, yeah. I think there was only one that didn't, but liquor, free liquor at that. We don't like to charge you for no liquor at my events. So if you come into a Sasha Sanders event, most likely the, or her girls event, most likely the liquor is free and there's liquor. Yeah. So absolutely. Those are like the main components. Yeah, definitely female working with females have a liquor, have a photo booth, um, you know, and then obviously, you know, keepsakes branded items like stickers and all that good stuff. But yeah, my attention to detail is I think something that I really pride myself on. Um, and I realized that, I mean, I'm almost just last year, like um, we, I hosted a, a kicks and coffee event, which was like a business casual women's mini conference. Love it. Yeah. And um, the speaker was like, who, who did all this? And I'm like me and Wendy. And she was like, um, this isn't normal. Like people can't just do this. And I'm like, really? I thought everybody could like throw events. Yeah. I, really did. I was like, this is like, this is like, I could do this in my sleep. Yeah. Like, and so I think that, you know, that the talent till I die with is like my attention to detail with the event. So I think about what other people probably wouldn't think that they need at the event. Yeah, it, it takes like a, a specific scope, like an eye. Yeah. And I love how like, no, you really have an eye for it because you're like the stickers. Yeah. The, the photo booth is a very particular, um, yes. like detail about Component, the event. Component, yeah. So fun. And then like throwing liquor, like a couple shots, you know, or like drinks, you know, like, yes. oh, we're going to the photo booth and we're taking a lot of pictures. Yes. Um, so that's a fun Everything time. we love. Yeah, yeah, now everything's mobile. Like they'll just pop up. I've been to a like a gazillion baby showers or photo booths and they text it to my phone. Like it's a, it's a good time. Yeah. I need to come to Houston. <laughs> yes, please. I know okay, we're trying to plan a few things, but yes, please come down. We'll let you know when we have a big event. I'm telling you, it's unmatched. It's so fun. Our events are just such a good time. It's like literally kicking it with all your girlfriends wearing sneakers. Yes. So actually, I wanted to talk to you about kind of like sneaker trends you've seen this summer. And especially now, like we're all in quarantine, like yes. loungewear is it. I was before we even started recording, I was like, I live in my Yeezys and in my biker shorts. Like that's yeah. all wear or like slides. Like I don't want to yeah. wear anything. So I oh want to ask gosh. like, what have you noticed has become like 
sneaker trends or like loungewear trends this summer, especially being in like a lounge state. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> Listen, I'm in biker shorts all the time. Biker shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> Slides, absolutely. I think uh, not necessarily like Nike and stuff. Obviously, UGG has been co- popular with their little furry slides and other stuff Crazy. like that. I've seen that. Obviously, the c- colorful tie-dye socks are super in. Oh, yes. Um, different colored Nike socks. Right. So that's super in. But yeah, I think matching sets, they were already popular. But I think now, like, everyone wants a matching top, like, T-shirt with the matching biker shorts. Um, and I wish I could have an outfit every day for that. Because um, it's so chill. Again, you don't have to do much thought. It's the same color. It's the same outfit. You're just like, whatever, let's put on some dope shoes. Um, but yeah, I think like the chill loungewear is so in, it was already in, but like, yeah, COVID heightened it. And now it's like, dog, I'm not even trying to dress up, especially in heels. I don't know anybody that's been itching to wear heels right now. I know. Um, maybe they like go out or whatever, but we're like, damn, we're really not about to put on heels. Like, let's go kick it. So no, definitely loungewear is in, um, you know, and then especially it's super hot here. So um, but as soon as it gets cold, I'm sure it's going to be like, you know, or cooler. It's going to be just like everyone's going to be wearing, you know, sweatshirts and some um, pants because it's like, I mean, we, we're ma- mainly in the house. There's nothing to do. So I think that um, it's going to be a trend for a while. And then, you know, just doing different colors, getting different styles and whatever. Like, you know, I think um, like men's shorts are super in now on yeah. women. And, you know, just like wearing it high-waisted and baggy, mm-hmm. man, all day. I think that's super cute. I love that look, um, you know, whether it be like actual basketball shorts or like the gray sweatpants that are cut off. Um, but yeah, high-waisted, saggy short is like, I think, huge right now. Yeah. And, it, and that's, it should be. Me and my sister were talking about like how all the influencers now are wearing like Jordan 1s. Yes. <laughs> my sister was cracking me up because she's like a super petite gal um so her feet are like size four she's like i can't find anything anywhere like i just want to be like the influencer yeah that's <laughs> super like, tiny she's tasha I was like, yeah tasha. um <laughs> she well she could fit kids so honestly she's lucky uh she could fit girl. kids and kid yeah girl get them kids shoes it's cheaper. cheaper yes especially jordan's like uh i don't know what that small of kids foot is but i still wear youth and it's much cheaper. I'm the last before the youth ends. I'm yeah, I think I am too. Yeah, and it's so clutch. Oh my gosh. I think almost every single one of my Jordans besides the women's ones are youth. Yeah. Uh, they just fit better. And then again, it's cheaper. Life but has- um, no, yeah, definitely don't get me started on these influencers. <laughs> I mean, it's all cool. Like, listen, I'm all like, I'd be hypocritical if I wasn't like, yes, wear your sneakers. And like, you know, if I was like against that, because obviously I'm not. But I just don't want it to be like, oh, it, you, I think women are feeling pressured to only wear hype shoes. And it's not the case. Like, dog, I literally wear Air Force Ones every day. Yes. And some white Vans and some white Pumas. I was talking to somebody about this every day. In the front of my room, it's five pairs of shoes. They're all white, and I wear them all the time. The essentials. So, yeah, you don't need, like, the off-white to be cool. You don't need a Jordan one to be cool, honestly. Like, you can put on some Vans, some Converse some Air Force ones is always a go-to, you know, so I think, I think that's just where my, like, my point of view is it, like, yeah, these women are getting these hype sneakers and just 
they don't probably don't even know anything about sneakers, which is fine because like we promote that. We're like, we want you to become sneakerheads. Like we're reeling you in. Uh-huh. Um, but we just want to make sure you're doing it right. Like you don't have to be, doesn't have to be all Yeezys, all Nike, all Jordan, yeah. you know, like um, that's not a true sneakerhead. And we want you to be true sneakerheads. Yeah. Which which includes like a variety. Yeah. Like anything. And like kind of like things that like aren't cookie cutter but aren't hype. Like, yeah. you put so many words, and I'm like, hi, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, like, sometimes you find, like, random things, like, at a thrift store, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like, these are cool color ways. Totally. Like, color patterns. Totally. Like, one time I found these, like, chucks, and, like, they were, like, half black, half cheetah. This was, like, way back when, but I was like, these are the coolest sneakers ever. Yeah. I know. I think that's, you hit it nail on the head. Like, if it's cool to you, mm-hmm. wear it, bro. Like, not the influencer that thinks it's cool. Like, I wear what I like. I'm not a hype beast, bro. And I love, like, the subtle hype beast. Like, yeah. we know what you got on, but nobody else really know what you got on. Yeah. And that's what I like. You don't have to flex so hard. Mm-hmm. Like, if you got a dope-ass fit and throw on some Air Force One, it's cool. Like, if you like bright neon Air Maxes, wear them bright ne- neon Air Maxes. If you like cheetah print chucks, wear them cheetah print chucks. It's all about what you look confident in and what you think is cool. Um, you know, there's very rare, there's only a few sneakers where I probably will like clown you with. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, that's since you shouldn't have bought those. But uh, <laughs> that's very, there's very few. Because again, if you think it's dope, man, rock it. Who am I? Who am I to tell you something that's not dope? yeah (laughs) you're like only a very few there's Um, a few sneakers that i think are hideous but that's again just me me too but anyway yeah that's another i won't call them out people are gonna be like holy shit i own them and i'm like (laughs) whoops um so i wanted to ask you kind of to wrap things up like how would you define a glow up uh glow up man i think uh i think overcoming what you thought you wouldn't be able to get through is a glow up. Um, that's a huge glow up because sometimes I think in the moment you're like, am I really going to be able to get through this? And then you do and you're like, ha, I done did it. I glue, I done glowed up. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's a glow up. Also just being better than where you, who you were yesterday, the day yeah. before, six months ago, man, if I think glow up essentially to me means like growth yeah. and good growth. Um, you know, like, I'm so proud of where I've come and uh, who I am today, um, you know, because, like, if if we didn't grow and glow, like, what, that wouldn't even make, like, we would be still, if I was still doing the same things I was doing 10 years ago, that would make no sense. And I wouldn't be, yeah. I wouldn't be able to speak to people and talk to people and do these events. So I think the glow up effect is like, yeah, just making sure you're better, doing better than where you were, I guess, just yesterday you know, and making, or, I mean, overall, like, six months, a year, but, yeah, like, just making sure you're doing better than you did yesterday. Yeah, and I always tell people you can continuously, like, just keep on glowing up. Oh, yeah. Some people Absolutely. get nervous, like, it's just, like, infinite, if you just oh, yeah. put one foot in front of the other, so. No, for really sure. Cool. I hope I, absolutely, I hope from a year from now, I'm speaking about different things, and then a year from then, I'm speaking about different things. I hope in 10 years, I'm speaking about different things. I mean, Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, obviously, I'll be speaking about different things as your life changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get older, and you're going through new experiences. So yeah, absolutely. It's definitely continuing, like continually growing and glowing. And it is infinite, man. I don't I hope nobody ever thinks that it's not infinite, because 
yeah you like can I literally change yeah <laughs> yeah you can ch- no they're like oh I hit 30 this is it no <laughs> you can change for life dog I mean for life I've seen it I mean you've even seen entrepreneurs become you know entrepreneurs at like 45 and up mm. like your life yeah as long as you're continually working on yourself and you know doing what's good for you I think that's a glow up yes and do you have a glow tip you'd like to share with the listeners something like oh, got down in their notebooks as a glow tip. um well I guess just being better from yesterday I think what I always like to do is like again make attainable goals mm-hmm. so not goals that are like outlandish um but yeah even like for tomorrow I make a to-do list or this is my goal I need to get these headshots done this week I need to get this done you know, I think, and then once you check it off, it's like you feel accomplished. So I think mini wins and, you know, accomplishments is what helps me get through each day. It's like, yes, I finished this. I got this project done. I did this. I got that done. Um, but yeah, I think setting attainable goals is a, a glow up tip. Do not set goals that are outlandish and crazy that are, you know, obviously there's a 10 year goal, but you need to set like daily goals and weekly goals and monthly goals that are attainable. And then you feel accomplished doing them. Love it. All right. To wrap up a little fun question. What's your favorite sneaker and why? Oh, my favorite sneaker is Air Max 90 infrared. Um, It's classic. It's classic. I can wear that with literally anything. Supposed to be re-releasing this winter ladies. So make sure you put that on your calendar. I have to get at least two pairs because the one I have is beat because I wear it so much. So super comfy. Air Maxes are so comfy. And then I think, again, the silhouette is so classic. Like mm-hmm. you can wear it with anything, jeans, uh, dresses, skirts, uh, jumpsuits, anything. So that's my favorite all-time sneaker. It's been like that for years. I don't know if it's ever going to change. Love it. All right. And where can the listeners find you online if they want to find you, connect, check you out? Yes. Yes, please. So I'm Tasha Kwan on Instagram, T-A-U-S-H-A-Q-U-A-N. Wendy's also on Instagram under Wendella, I think, underscore. And then, of course, Her Grails is on Instagram. We also have our website where we post, like, a weekly rundown, which is, like, virtual events right now. But normally it's events that we think you should be attending or we think are super cool. Doesn't have to be just Houston. That's hergirls.com. Um, but yeah, stay tuned. We're going to try and hopefully do a few little things in the next coming months. Um, nothing too crazy, but yeah, we definitely are trying to just stay, you know, online and make sure our presence is still there and making sure everybody knows we are her grails now. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining me. This was yes. so fun. This yes, was, it was so like out of the ordinary for me because we talked about things like that are different. Um, Good. We're talking about like business and branding, which we touched yes. on. This is so fun. So yes. fun. Love you. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, and yeah, everyone check out Tasha and her grill. And yes, Wendy. thank you. Wendy, Wendy, we got you, girl. Yes, Wendy. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Seriously, this was a great conversation. You asked some great questions and I love it. Shout out to the Glow Up Effect. Awesome. Let me stop recording. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the glow up effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at the glow up effect.